I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips because Rod and Karen are so hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on um, a Saturday morning, ready to do some podcasting. Find us everywhere that you get podcasts. The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And an unofficial sport... Bullet Ball Extreme. Uh, today's show is for the people that, you know, write in and let us know what they think. The people that send in emails, that vote in the polls, that mail us stuff, that um, leave comments on our YouTube. Um, we do it all for you guys. And uh, this is your show. We're going to talk about the comments that you left us and the feedback that you left us. And then we're going to, um, you know, get into, uh, you know, get into what we think about what you thought. Um, of course, uh, th- this week, just as a heads up, we didn't get any voicemails <clears throat> and we didn't get any five star reviews. Um, but we are still we still got plenty of comments and stuff on the site and we're still going to, uh, you know, make sure that y'all, you know, get y'all's y'all's content. But we love. Mm-hmm. We love five star reviews. Is all I'm saying. We do, we do. We love five star reviews. They're absolutely, positively free. Anywhere you are in the world, you leave us a review. We will see it. We will see it, and we thank you. Um, uh, a lot of y'all, you know, New Year, New Me. Uh, well, let your New Year's resolution be leave Blackout Who Tips a five star review. Yeah. Um, let that be the New Year, the New You this year yes absolutely all right let's talk about the people that did give us money though because that's important too mm-hmm. they just put something on it may i have your attention you are now listening to charlotte's own rod and karen we welcome the good folks who tie to the black guy who tips as the year ends new dividends let's give them a <laughs> shout out uh, <laughs> uh, you just wanna just wanna take time shout out uh waste bees by Sura. Thank you so much. Uh, Michael Irvin, the playmaker. Uh, Jasmine A. Thank you very much, Jasmine. Mary H. Deborah O. Jonathan W. Um, we got uh, Allison H. As well, Michael F. Stefan H. A lot of H's this month. Jeff M. Brian B, Corey B, uh, Jonathan H. There go another H. Uh, the H family is deep. This uh, Nicole F, J F, Michael W, Mako H, Marvin B. Yes, Marvin B. Early Daisy Photography, Chriselle B. Um, we got Asia D, Annie P. Annie, are you okay? I hope y'all. I really do. Uh, we got a one-time donation from Terrellin, Two Fish, Two Fish, hey, baby. Uh, Tom W, Cavis D, Michael S, Dana R, Nicholas Z, Bomani Jones, Jane M, Noel W, Laura E, uh, Sonya B, and Pete B. The B's is in the house too. I see y'all. The B's and the H's. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Bees and Ages is what Snoop Dogg almost called his first album. Okay. All right. Uh, play me out, music. <laughs> all right. All right. So, like I said, no five star reviews. 
apparently my begging for a Christmas present of five stars uh, went on deaf ears. No one cared. I cleared, did. Nobody, nobody cared. Nobody cared. I'm only in New York people. working two jobs doing this for y'all, okay? I'm only, <laughs> you know, walking up the, these, the, you know, the, these stairs, you know, killing myself. Trying to trying to make a living out here in the big city. They don't, they don't even appreciate they don't care. what you be doing. They don't give Mm-mm. a damn. Okay. Mm-mm. We 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 work through the Christmas holidays. Y'all know everybody else took vacations. Yeah, I ain't get to see my uh, family or nothing this year. And here y'all go with the I can't even be bothered to give five I star can't reviews. Even be bothered. That mm-hmm. is crazy. Hagen ride for granted. Mm-mm-mm. And I don't care what country you in, we'll still get it. So no excuses. Mm-hmm. We don't no read excuses. international five-star reviews, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, y'all can do better in the new year, okay? New year, new you. Uh, episode 2649, Hooked on Us, was our first episode of the week, our feedback episode. Um, and we got comments. We got six different comments on this one. Uh, Appia starts us off. I also didn't know much about Meghan Markle before when I heard that she was to marry Prince Harry. I thought, congrats. They seem sweet together, and she isn't some 18-year-old teenage bride. Now I have all the information I need, and if I never hear about it again, super. And oh, how obsessed people got. I remember people were obsessed with the wife of Prince William in the beginning and said mean shit about her, calling her Waity Katie as it as if there were some shame in it that they didn't get married three months after meeting each other. But it wasn't wow. nearly as bad as with Megan. What were you going to say, Karen? I'm sorry. No, I said, wow, I didn't know that they call her that. Yeah, I think being catty is kind of part of the tabloid like thing over there. But there's also this thing where they allow the monarchy to, quote unquote, protect certain people or to tell them to like chill the fuck out. That's enough. And apparently that's something that they did not do for Megan. And at some point even planted stories and sort of, uh, you know, made sure that that the negative stories were about her to keep the heat off of the family's racism and 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 harassment and, 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 and other scandals and shit. It was very weird um here we have a thing here we have a woman hating and racism and i think the feeling is in feeling in british people a witch from outside came and took our boy maybe i still find her okay and not even so interesting and i wish them happiness yeah i think that's the weirdest part to me is drumming up vitriol for her is, is gotta be kind of hard she don't do shit like at, mm-hmm. at, it, at this point you're just it's just like either racism or like you're such a stan of the royal family that you're mad that she came out. She wasn't. She just kind of was like, "Yeah, this I didn't grow up with this." And and then like, if you're mad about that, be mad at that nigga. He picked her, not she. Like he right. knew that she didn't give a fuck about that shit. That might be why he likes her. But if if there's mm-hmm. anyone to blame about her lack of pomp and circumstance and and training and all this shit about white royalty being a black woman from Compton or, you know, uh, ambiguously black woman from Compton. Um, if, if there's any fault in that, that's him. He, he proposed. It's not the other way around. Like I've never gotten, I don't know. I think also it's just very hard for white people to imagine that there's people that just literally don't give a fuck. And I, I know it. I know it because I lived it. I don't give a fuck about even as this is happening. I've never looked up enough about it. I didn't watch the documentary. I just don't care. I know there's a lot of black people that 
do care now because they're invested in blackness or they're mm-hmm. anglophiles i just never care it's still not important to me nope uh Brittany grinard grew with karen and rod this is some political theater and blaming it on cannabis should discredit her somehow they could as well have arrested her for looking in the wrong direction i was afraid she would die there so i'm happy she is out this a war me too, baby this a warlord for a drug consumer narrative is also political theater don't fall for it i know r and k you don't uh my dog was sick with heart and lung problems for a long time she still had good moments but there was a danger of suffocating every morning it was awful she could still go on walks but when she was sleeping she didn't get enough oxygen it was really hard experience for me i know it wasn't a human but she's part of our family absolutely I'm, i think pets become part of people's family i mean that's a big thing I, I do too. And also, um, the more I learn uh, about, I know this might sound stupid because like I said, I never own, or, I never own like an animal, but a lot of the things that affect humans, I didn't realize this, like cats and dogs and get that shit too. Like, I know this might sound stupid, but I didn't know that like cats and dogs had like uh, menstrual cycles and things like that. I looked like, what? They was like, yes, they do. I was like, oh, okay. You know, shit like that. So, you know, a lot of the diseases and things that we catch, they they can get the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, next comment is from Lakito says, first of all, Apia will be heard. Laugh my ass off. We love you, girl. Sorry about your furry friend. I know that can be hard. And I honestly appreciate the allyship of Apia and Tanya, John, and all the other non-PLCs and Tip Nation because it matters. Uh, mm-hmm. To comment on Mandy's email, I couldn't wait to hear it because when Rod read it, my fucking Hawaiian roll list order uh, from from our Walmart showed up. So I had to wait until the episode loaded. It wasn't as bad as I expected after seeing the reactions. However, in my Stephen A. Oh, however, in my Stephen A. voice, it was pretty wrongheaded. Uh, does she think the man was going to get out and instantly start nuking Americans? All people here is merchant of death and envision Thanos or something. The niggas sold guns, which is terrible, but I don't know. Her argument made no sense. Instead of releasing Brit, we should release people in America locked up for weed because they BG knew it was illegal. Well, didn't they? How about no one should be in prison for it? Can both be true? As Dre pointed out, people are using this merchant of death shit to make their real feelings hurt. But we see y'all. Apia says, thank you, this warm my sad heart. Uh here's here's the thing to me. Um, we should have gave Brittany Griner a better nickname when she was in the WNBA. I see I see that now. You know, like if we gonna call this dude the merchant of death, if we would have called her like, you know, the baron of buckets, the baron of buckets you know the the uh <laughs> um i don't know the 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 soldier of scoring or something then we could have been uh, like oh yeah it's the merchant of death getting traded for the baron of buckets it's a fair trade because i really think people are that fucking stupid that they was they like are. he's called the merchant of death and it's like the nigga's been in jail for 10 years and I, last time i checked you could get a gun anywhere on the streets at any point in time right it's too many guns so I don't know that this, that we were ever deterring guns in America and the threat of them while this dude was in jail. I guarantee if we tracked mass shootings um, with, with like these AR-15s and shit, if we just tracked mass shootings as this man was in jail, we ended with more by the time he got out than when he went in. I guarantee it. Yes. Um. 
anyway miss marn says <clears throat> i have gas heat and anyone with gas heat knows that uh it takes three seconds for it to get hot as hell my son and grandson were visiting with me and i had went to sleep i woke up one morning sweating like hell wondering what was going on i normally had to heat up to set to 65 my son who does not pay the gas bill hiked the temp up to 80 i kicked over yeah, the damn right trying to roast y'all it'd be 80 up in here man sometimes like last night like uh last night because the temperature went from like you know earlier in the week like seven degrees 16 degrees to like mm -hmm. 50 or something last night that's a big it, swing yeah but i think they still had the like heater thing on high or whatever the fuck and so it was probably about 80 up in here i had to open the windows turn on the fan and shit um but yeah they i mean it's really not much you can do i actually bought one of them blankets to put over it to see if that worked it's like a wool flame retardant bl blanket um mm. even though they say these things don't get hot enough to like put some shit on fire for real but you know just i was like i'm gonna try that blanket thing because i might knock it down the just the temperature that's all yeah, right that's, that's what all. they say mm -hmm. um but yeah so back to, back to this stuff my bad um he was like uh oh i kicked open the door proceeded to tell him keep his dusty fingers off the thermostat he was like i don't right you ain't paying shit he was like i do not want my son to freeze i told him that he was an adult and buy a heated blanket for his son to kick rocks i said all that to say i'm sorry rod i know it's hotter than hell in your home and hey, keep those windows open along with the fans going take care have fun in ny yeah that's what i'm doing right now uh <laughs> i left the window open when i went to work uh, uh and i came back and there was like a feather on the bar of the window because i think maybe a bird flew up to the window it didn't come in but it just like was like what's going on in here oh <laughs> so i was like shit i keep it neat like, up in Dr. here Felder. ain't nothing to eat so it's just like mm -hmm. i guess it wasn't no reason for that to come in because ain't nothing up in everything is in the fridge or locked up in a cabinet or some just shit happen on the glass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sean says there are some classrooms and universities I teach at that do not allow control of the thermostat. That being said, I generally let my students control their thermostat because I'm comfortable between negative 40 and 40 C, which is negative 40 and 104 Fahrenheit. Uh, okay. I, he's probably just being very clever. He's, he's a smart person. Everybody has a conversation. <laughs> it just went over my Super head. Smart. It just went over my head. I, I can admit, I don't know everything. Uh, mm -hmm. every, everybody has a comfort zone, and mine just happens to be slightly wider than normal. That being said, not being able to control the artificial temperature where you are living is fucked up. And I hope that you can get to your normal NY residence and Karen can learn to adjust the thermostat soon. Take care, stay warm. <laughs> well, update. <laughs> I logged on to the app. <laughs> Cause it's, and it's hilarious because I know it's put like this. I know it is not that complicated, y'all. I understand that. <laughs> but I just look at it and it looks like fucking computer science to me. I'm like, I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> so I locked in and um, Roger showed me how to do it. And uh, I uh, turned it up to 70 and I'm fine at 70. It's like two degrees higher than average. Cause I normally keep it at a uh, 68 and um. I was like, well, seven, I like a round number. So I was like, 70 is a round number. And so I I, I think I like that uh, 
temperature. Uh, yeah, because I know it might sound silly, but, you know, in my mind, up means down and down means up. So, you know, when Roger asked me a day, I was like, I, the number went up. He was like, that don't make no sense. I was like, see? <laughs> this is why I don't touch it. No, I, I didn't say it don't make no sense. You making stuff up now. I don't think I did that at all. Um, I, well, in my mind, that's what I heard, even though that's not what you said. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is why I have to deal with y'all. Um, so the thing, it was easy. You just log in and you just pick the number that you wanted and you can say cool or heat. If, if it's cool, then if it goes below that number, it, it'll, you know, turn off or whatever. If it, if you say heat and it goes below that number, it'll turn on. It's, you know, it's just, it's a thermostat and it's very easy to use. And I, um, you know, I couldn't get her to use the app, but then when the, when it turned to like 15 degrees outside, suddenly she figured it out y'all. So, you know, it wasn't that complicated. <laughs> Bitch, it was cold outside. And also the other reason this is bullshit. This woman will get on a, a fucking simulator game and figure out how to fucking plant frogs and and build cows and fucking uh owned 17 houses and become a fucking billionaire with all these intricate little systems that interact and and bed and breakfast and all this other shit she can figure all this shit out it's very complicated i've tried to play these games and i can't figure them out because so much little stuff you have to be aware of all the time and always balancing stuff and she gonna sit up here and lie to y'all like she don't she can't tell 68 between set and 70. It's just too complex. It's all computer science. I reject I reject that. Um, I, and you know what? I think a lot of it, I'm not going to lie. I think a lot of it is just being intimidated and not really working the thermostat as a kid because my mom was like, Miss Barnes, she was like, nigga, you don't pay no bills, don't touch shit. So I never figured out how to do it. Because so I'm chill like, out. So chill out, Miss Barnes. You giving generational trauma. Okay. You see what you see what happened to Karen? That could be <laughs> your, my your grandbaby. Like, you don't pay for shit. So I was like, I guess. So I never figured out how to do it. Miss Barnes, be careful. Your little grandbaby gonna grow up and be like, I don't understand. It's all computer science. And it's really just generational trauma. Just break the cycle, everybody. We don't generation generational trauma of the heat and cool. Shit, that ought to be the pole. <laughs> <laughs> all right remember that um okay. all right the next comment is from ramsey d jenkins says five stars for the feedback show um and then i'll get to the comments on our um youtube before i do the uh the poll i think i'll do it this way today and see how it works um <laughs> shit sorry i meant to mute that uh let's see any comments okay it doesn't like we got any if i'm not mistaken i don't think we got any comments for this episode okay cool 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 just want to make sure and let's go to the poll um as i open up anchor and remember we're supposed to check the comments there too <laughs> have you ever lived with a radiator you couldn't control not counting living with your parents mm-hmm. yes 25 percent. no 75 percent. and this is what i'm saying new york i understand this is the city the concrete jungle where dreams are made of it's nothing you can't do well you can't control your fucking thermostat that's weird (laughs) okay (laughs) this is a weird thing 
Um, so I got these builders built back built back in the nineteen teens. They just never updated them yeah, shits. That is very fucking weird. Uh, everywhere else in the country, you can it's fine. But anyway, uh, and then um, it's the exact same percentage on Spotify poll, which is very rare. Um, so even people with money, only twenty five percent of them have ever had to deal with this torture. Um, all right, let's get into the comments from the anchor. Uh, thing which is I'm walking here and then people responded then speed your ass up says Miss Barnes well Ms. damn yeah Miss <laughs> Barnes who was just saying protect Karen at all costs we we don't come for you know, but <laughs> when it's ride it's open season on me huh speed my okay Miss Barnes ain't move bitch get out the way Contrell says I'm <laughs> Contrell says I'm driving here and Raphael says, as someone who has walked on four continents, it just dawned on me that I should have begun with, I walked to talk NFT. Now Trump has messed these waters up. I repent. Lord, accept me in thy treasure room. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> well, I see you can tell everything into NFT. Uh, <laughs> the next episode is 2650, the Herschel Walker of Defendants, where we finally talked about that Tory Lanez, Meg, Megan Stallion trial, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, uh, I I I I can't even work up the outrage. I honestly just think these motherfuckers are stupid and hopeless if they still fucking with this Tory Lane shit. Uh, I think the uh audio from him calling Kelsey the the woman who pleaded the fifth on his behalf on her behalf or whatever. So that, so that audio was real. I kept seeing that. Yeah, some type of jail call, and it's him basically admitting to fucking up and doing something. He doesn't come flat out and say I shot her, but it's everything. But you know, it's it's like he's. I was just so drunk. I know she's never gonna talk to me again. Blah blah. And people were sending it around like, "Don't y'all feel stupid for defending this?" And I was like, "These motherfuckers will never feel stupid. They are stupid." You see what right. I'm saying? Like, some people are too stupid to feel stupid, to feel betrayed, to feel mm-hmm. used, to feel wrong. These motherfuckers shame don't shame has left the building. Like, you yeah. know, a lot of people they don't have that. So when you don't have shame, there's nothing you can say or do to get people like that to back they're, down. They're unrepentant, and ultimately, right. like, at the end of the day, like you, I, I'm so sorry, uh, but I, you had to be so fucking stupid to think that this dude didn't do this like and i saw people saying shit like well they didn't prove beyond reasonable doubt and all i could think is what if you watch too much matlock that's not how this works no do you know do you understand every single trial with a fucking defense attorney that that goes to trial with a jury every single trial the defense attorney has to come up with something they're never going to just say my client did it your honor the end they're always right. gonna say something. It could have been a twin brother that he never knew about. What if that's why his DNA is the same as the you see what I'm saying? So you don't know. And it's like these motherfuckers would be the dumb motherfuckers sitting at home, like, you don't know. Maybe you do got a long lost twin. It's like this is my anyway, you know, I said I wasn't gonna do it. Uh Apio right saying <laughs> Thank you for the Christmas show. Very cool to wake up to a new episode on Christmas. Yeah, you know, I was listening to uh Keith and a girl chewing a and uh, Newsy has said how uh, for podcast listeners a lot of times all the podcasts take a break during the Christmas and so mm-hmm. you, you you know especially if you have a job where you still have to go to work or you even if you're just out living your life relaxing you're like I want some familiar voices and takes and opinions and 
stuff like that um you kind of bereft you know and so i was like i'm here i really ain't got shit else to do other than work let's do the show you know and it's a good excuse to you know see each other's faces and talk Mm -hmm. and hang out with the chat room and stuff like that and so um it that i was like i hope people you know that are as they're returning to work you know will be like oh cool we got blackout tips to listen to or those who never got to take the time off will be like cool at least this show is still working so um yeah i'm glad that people are enjoying it and that y'all are still listening and and stuff and i was thinking about y'all when i did it even if y'all weren't thinking about me and leaving five star reviews I checked how cold it is. <laughs> I checked how cold it is in New York now. It said 14 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. That's still temperature my body enjoys. When I wear the right clothes, I feel great. My body tells me, Apia, we were built for this. Our ancestors survived the Eastern European winters. I still remember winters within Poland with about negative 10 Fahrenheit for weeks. And my grandparents flat heat, cold and wood only and no warm water. I'm not a big mm. Christmas person. My f- mother is, so we get the full load for two days. There are nice things about it, but overall, I'm relieved when it's over. I have the whole next week off, so that's great. I checked for the li- I checked for the life expectancy in Germany, and it said the current life expectancy for Germany is in 2022 is 81.72 years, a 0.19 percent increase from 2021. My guess mm. is health insurance for everyone, and we don't have an opioid crisis yeah that, that, that's true boy opioid is taking folks out like that that and and covid and shit is sweeping through the buildings like it is nothing to play with i also do wonder if germany has higher compliance with their um vaccine rates and science and stuff because we have oh, definitely too. made it so political here like it's not it's one thing for there to be people who don't want to get vaccinated i think every single country is dealing with that but it's another thing when there's like a political party and political right. candidates who made it their claim to fame and rose to power. And I wonder if that's something everyone deals with or is that something specifically like American? You know, I know China has other problems with their uptake of the vaccine as well, the efficacy of it, and of course the uh, general distrust of a uh, dictatorship, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah. I just wonder if that would also make some difference because I, I I mean definitely the opioid crisis and that fentanyl and shit is taking motherfuckers out left and right, but that that's a huge fall off for America, you know. Agreed. In Germany, people often deal with pain in a different way. I only heard about patients on opioids uh, when they are on their deathbeds from cancer. I never had any opioids prescribed, and I had two kids by natural birth. I had lots of dentist appointments. Dentists will give you shots close to the problem, too, for pain that work for an hour or so, and you hardly ever get another prescription afterwards. And if it is, it's ibuprofen. Yeah, well, you know, when uh, the people that own the drug companies uh basically in bed with the doctors i mean this is a this is definitely a, a, a an effect of capitalism and the effect of um uh racism as well because you know the people that get prescribed this are often white people and which is one of the mm-hmm. reasons people really care right now is because like like i know you're not from here so you probably don't see the difference or, or really care that much and i don't blame you but uh in america 
this is the one problem that the the GOP cares about. Like mm-hmm. to see Republicans care about drug addicts is so fucking rare. It's I don't think there's ever been a time that they've done cared before. They've always just been like lock them the fuck up and get them out of here because they always say they're just black people or brown people. Now they want to change the laws. Now they want to have compassion. Now they want to send people to rehab and all those types of things. And on top of that, when they promote it, it's white people to face up it. So basically they're like, white people, this could be you. This could be your child. And for a lot of politicians, it took their children or their grandchildren or their nieces and nephews to be strung out because they didn't even care when it was happening to poor whites. <laughs> they cared when it started happening to people directly around them. Yeah, it's a bipartisan issue because Democrats have always cared about the mm-hmm. the people on drugs you know the only time that they really didn't seem to care was when the black community itself was like you, caring about the like not locking these people up means you don't care about our community and that's a very complicated thing i won't get into today but right it, other than that they've always been the ones who are like drug addicts are people and we need to help them it's a disease and Republicans only did only came around to that when it was white people, and now it's and now all of a sudden we have an opioid crisis. We never had a crack crisis, you know. We had a crack epidemic. We never had a crack right. crisis, you know. That, that that and there is a big difference between those two words. Yeah. That's a, that that's about about how to use uh, what is it a uh, protest and riot. Mm-hmm. They, you know, uh, listen to when they use those words and how they use those words and when they pick and choose those words. There is a difference in those meanings. Um. So let's get back to the last comment. Green Eye Bandit said the story of the old man with the World War One shell shoved up his rectum is just getting your back blown out is not supposed to be taken literally. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, so then we had, uh, let me check the comments, uh, if we had any on, um, YouTube real quick. Oh, we did. We had quite a few comments on this. Um, Carlisle said, just because you have an opinion does not mean you need a podcast, LOL. Also, the neighbor was the one to identify him holding the GD gun, case closed. Uh, I I don't know what the first one was a response to, uh, uh, let's see Michael says it. it's like a lot of these <laughs> folks tried to create their own reality when it comes to Tory Lane's case when the shooting initially happened almost everybody was on the right side of the issue when they said he was wrong uh, as time went on because the justice system isn't faster um, it seems like people started to convince themselves that he didn't do it and then they tried to convince the rest of us who Megan slept with had zero to do with the case did he shoot her that was literally the only thing that mattered and once the prosecution um, made that case he was found guilty this stuff isn't rocket science uh, right. someone replied to him and said it's truly sad how this has become one a black man versus black woman debate a rolling eyes emojis I know mm-hmm uh two how That's this what it always boils down to which is so sad right two how this shows how reliant the public has become on social media and biased media for their information and three how some will ride for celebrities no matter what they do the state of our country and our people <laughs> is lacking and not getting better not to pass not to be pessimistic but i worry you know here's another tie with uh connection i would make this is very much a result or not necessarily a result but a pattern that fits the amber heard case Mm-hmm. where yes the defense of the the one the man the man's defense depended on the fact that we only have so much tolerance for a woman 
period so whether she's right or wrong she better be fucking perfect and if she ain't perfect our it's like the the return start slowly going down until eventually our empathy is is gone two um the lack of actual media coverage from reputable outlets right like right you know you didn't turn on cnn and see them cover this even in that way amber heard and johnny depp you know obviously bigger celebrity uh been around longer i get it but this is still a celebrity trial and you're just not seeing coverage of this on any mainstream news so it was relegated to blogs and bloggers don't really have um necessarily journalistic um integrity not just integrity but incentives like they're not incentivized to be good journalists as much as they're incentivized to say things that will get people to click on their stuff agree so it like once it became a blogosphere type of discussion i think you really lose everybody you know Mm -hmm. carlisle jordan says uh it's a lot of people about to be on that tasha k defamation train listen i've already seen people deleting old blog posts uh backtracking putting out the they starting to say everything but you can't put this shit out in the world like that and be like it's all good i'm just covered and like I said, was in my opinion, and from what I was seeing, what was so fucked up, like before the quote unquote official result came out, people automatically said, like I've seen, like I said, I saw like four or five articles. It was like he's not guilty. I was like, this don't make no sense. And I was, and I started looking. I was like, oh, these people aren't like. I started like going, like seeing where the sources from. I was like, oh, these sources don't seem like good sources. I'll wait till somebody official came out. And when it officially came, I was like, oh, that makes more sense. Like, the fuck? And now you see it. One of the things I think is interesting is we're starting to see people say, um, like, put out the same blogs now put out the stuff that does make Tori look bad. Which I think is, like, some type of, like, catch-all shit. You know, like, oh, oh, no, 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 now we do tell both sides of the stories. Like, yeah, after the fucking guilty verdict, you're like, oh, did y'all know he said this and did you know he texted that it's like well what was this shit before when you were calling her a fucking liar and talking about who's who she was fucking and her being a capricorn or some shit like what what was that at right and not all but wouldn't some of y'all in the room like in the courtroom itself like some some of them some of them were but they weren't necessarily the same people as the bloggers there was there was like that okay. was a thing okay. I, I see what you're saying yeah that was the thing that really turned me off about this was that a lot of the content from it was literally just content to people because they were becoming like megan the stallion trial influencers or tory lane's trial sorry tory lane's trial influencers and they were because the judge didn't allow like cameras and and all this stuff in the courtroom so then these people could do like the tele- game of telephone where they come outside and of course it was I, I i know tiktok people love it but for me tiktok is always weird and creepy because it's attractive people trying to make content normally out of other shit right mm-hmm. and so they had that tiktok vibe where it's like out of breath walking down the street with the court from the courtroom and it's, it was very gossipy like this is like this is my impression of it. it's like oh, oh my god guys i just got out of trial yeah oh, do you are not gonna believe what just happened so kelsey took the stand okay so kelsey took the stand and listen i i found her to be very believable but she says that and so 
instead it's more like a friend telling you some shit that it's like a friend telling you some shit that happened at their job or something or or in their personal life or uh gossip at school and that's you know that that doesn't lend itself to like truly credibility and it doesn't lend itself mm-hmm. to like a even hair and there's no expertise that they have to sell you or anything it's just right i'm here and i'm gonna be breathlessly making content as opposed to like you know whether you you know like the media or not but you know what uh the media you know it's like we're sending this person out there and the tone is just different it's you know it's not you know I believe her. Oh my God. Kelsey was so good on the stand. Like it's not now she did plead the fifth, but I just thought it was it made like it was not that. It's it's very much like, hi, I'm on the scene. I'm Don Lemon and I'm da 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 with CNN and uh today's trial was this, that, and the other. There's like a copy editor, there's like a bunch of shit that you're reading off a teleprompter. Yep, the checks and balances, all that shit, but y'all don't do that. Y'all just typing shit out and just putting it out there. Right. And the way people are, people are taking y'all like y'all are legitimate news outlets and sources and that is a problem when a lot of this shit is second sometimes third fourth fifth hand it's not actually from the source itself you know what it reminds me of is um the 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 the, now people are starting to make fun of it but i i never i thought it was terrible the first time i saw it but the people at work that do tiktoks about their jobs like the like that's why a lot of jobs are banning that shit. It was like, yeah. don't put that shit on your motherfucking phone. Stop it. You had goddamn work. Yeah, whether it be a police officer or a nurse or whatever in full uniform. Uh, you know, the joke for me was always, and I'm sure someone's made this joke on TV or something by now, but at the years ago, my joke was always like, someone should do one of them TikTok dances and in the back and then someone like while they're like not somebody not them recording themselves dancing, but a patient who's like there and everything's beeping and hooked up and in pain, they should record the back of the person and they doing like a dance in another, like in another area of the hospital. And they, and, the, and you in there like, I just am in so much pain and it's beep, beep, you know, like, like you just hooked up to all this shit. And then you just see them over there like, we gonna fuck up tonight. <laughs> like, I just think that would be so funny. Cause it's like, that's what I keep imagining happening. You know, it's like right, the police dude right. is like lip syncing and in the background, like you're getting mugged, you know, it's just like, uh, this motherfucker's in the car doing like a Bernie Mac monologue and I'm fucking getting robbed over here. Right. They, uh, I think I've seen like one or two of them and I, I didn't know how popular they were about some of the. Uh, some of them are good about the the nurses, you know, about their jobs and things like that. But some of them have like crossed the line where people are like, "Hey, dog, like this is your motherfucking job. Like, y'all coming on here complaining about the shit that could save people lives. Like, I, we don't understand. Like, we know people could be annoying and shit like that. Like, that's just human nature. I just don't want to be content for your fucking TikTok. You know, right." when your patients come in and they fat or whatever now you can now i'm right. going viral because you you know it's the thing i didn't like about that therapist that was shitting on black men and then going mm-hmm. black men are my number one clients like why do you think this is part of your job it shouldn't be 
do your fucking nope. job. Like, yes. And as far as the company's concerned, you're doing this. Guess what? You're not doing motherfucking working. You're not working. You're out here dancing and lollygagging and, you know, and shit. And people, you know, nobody works the whole day, yeah. but don't record the shit. They was like, don't put the shit online because if something happens or something goes wrong or something like that, or this shit goes fucking viral, we're as a company, we have to deal with the backlash of angry fucking customers calling and complaining to us not you that's why people are losing their jobs linda says 126.25 say that again thank you karen because i needed rod to repeat that headline too there was there needs to be an outreach program uh to hand out large silicone sex toys that don't look like penises some people will use anything to get off carlisle says first and foremost i love y'all second i'm glad the angry little man is going to jail you're going to jail you're going to j- <laughs> yeah what is that you're going to jail now <laughs> uh i'm so glad he's going to jail too i'm not gonna lie like i know uh we're supposed to be above that shit but uh i believe in jail for people and uh I do too. You know, go ahead and keep him up in there. And plus, the way he went to jail, it's like he was daring the system to put him in jail. He had no defense. Mm-mm. Like, it's just, it was all vibes. Like, y'all just gonna believe this bitch? That was his whole defense. That was his whole thing. So we, how you, how you, it, it, it's like, as the day progresses, it got, it's like, we gotta keep thinking about something. It's like, uh, uh, that, and then it turned into, what about my son? Y- y- y'all gonna, y'all gonna right. take a son, a, a father away from his child, right. you know, and then it slowly became that this bitch was fucking everybody. Right. And it slowly, <laughs> and you're like, what? You have no case. Like, it is everything, but motherfucker, did you shoot her or not? Right. You're going to jail. You're going to jail. And they the better keep his ass in jail because he come back out here. This going to be a horror movie nightmare for his ass. He don't want to come back around here playing with me. All right. Uh, Carla Carl also says, uh, and a lot of people don't use the sense God gave a mouse when it comes to understanding and comprehension goes out the window when they don't like someone. The exact thing that Meg didn't want to happen, happened. The things she said were going to happen, happened. People in the industry calling her a flat out liar because they like Tori. This type of herd mentality that literally gets people killed. I'm glad Meg got justice. Also, half of Rock Nation can't even get invited to the damn brunch. How in God's green earth they going to move mountains to set this man up? Right. And like, like Tory Lanez is some type of fucking like like he's like a black leader that needs to be taken down or something. He's just a nigga from Canada that can barely rap. Uh, let's be real, LOL. Anyways, congrats, Meg. I know it's bittersweet because mofos are gonna hate on her regardless. Yeah. Yeah, and and the thing is, is really just fucked up all the way around, and nobody's perfect. But they are actually celebrities out here doing fucked up shit all the goddamn time. They consistently doing dumb shit, ignorant shit, fucked up shit all the time. And, you know, they was out here trying to slander her character and things like that. I was like, oh, she's been around long enough that if some of these things you were saying were true, somebody would have said something. And she was terrible or horrible to work with or she didn't get along with people because people talk, people talk. So I'm like, y'all are just making shit up and just doing shit at the wall. And... Like you say, it's one of the reasons why from the beginning she was like, I'd rather just not say nothing because I know this is going to be a shit show. But it got, like I said before, it got to the point where she was like, you keep running your motherfucking mouth. 
and not chiming funny, I believe her when she says that uh, he, you know, money was exchanged and you paying these blogs because them blogs will have been motherfucking on it. And so she's like, I'm tired of y'all. I'm, I'm just tired of y'all. I'm tired of the whole thing. I'm tired of people calling me like, and other side, it make these dudes look like motherfucking fools, Drake, and all these other people that are out here taking shots and taking slander for, for, for the court to say that nigga did it. The court said it now. So now well, that's you why they that's really why they stupid. But that's why they pivot to what a court, you know, ain't no justice for the black man in the court, you know. And it turns into like like the Chicago six on trial or Chicago seven, whatever. It's like now now all of a sudden the whole system gotta go down. I'm like, bro, don't nobody want this man. He, nobody gave a fuck about it. no one was like, Man, they gonna have to take Tory Lanes down. He's spitting too much real. Like fuck out of here it's, it's, it's just yeah, the dumbest thing okay the fuck is this um um let's see uh oh the poll have you ever liked porn on a social media account because we talked about samuel jackson getting liking porn on twitter and people having to tell them how likes work 30 percent of our audience says yes 70 percent says no and let's check out anchor see what the results are there um 37 percent yes 63 percent no um and i'm honestly surprised that it was that low i think you can almost like porn by accident the way this shit is floating on some of these websites it's like <laughs> just scrolling through yep yeah. i have yep it's like i'm just scrolling down the timeline and boom here comes somebody's titties or some shit you know uh like you're just scrolling you hit the heart <laughs> right <laughs> and sometimes it's on purpose y'all but some, yeah. sometimes it's not i mean i look i like porn on purpose i i don't like care it's, it's not like i'm, I'm like whatever these these niggas acting like it's the worst thing in the world or something like you're some type of weirdo i'm like at this point guys it's harder to to not see porn than it is to see it we we've gone too far to society okay right it's like i'm scrolling twitter at work or something and it's like you could you could be following like a professional person and they'll be like you know it's like oh i'm following a congresswoman from maine and then she's like putting up a video of herself twerking on the beach and you're like okay you know uh i, I see you sis um didn't uh, that's that's not the content i follow for but you know i will i appreciate it you know uh <laughs> all right so the comment on i i anchor was go to jail tory lanes do not pass go do not collect 200 dollars uh Raphael says go to jail and after you're done off to the north and take your parents with you hopefully that knucklehead would have read some good history books while inside and educated his parents Langston says in the words of that woman whose name I don't remember you are going to jail period Aaron says lock him up and throw away the key <laughs> yeah that's 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 the real thing it wasn't just that Tory wanted to go to jail he was acting like uh what was his name like was it ice pick or toothpick um in mr society <laughs> like he couldn't just go to jail he he had to take it to that that next level where it's just like it's like dude what are you doing why 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 are you so adamant about uh about wanting to go to jail man i ain't worried about jail man what the fuck you sound like a bitch bitch man i ain't worried about jail Shit, man, I, I, man, I don't give a damn about going to jail. You can, you can take me to jail. Take, take me, me to jail. jail. Lock me up. Lock, Lock me up. up. Don't wait to keep. Don't wait to keep. I ain't afraid to fuck somebody in his ass. Hey, hey, hey. Come on. That, that, that's, that's how Tori was approaching like, how this did shit. How we get here? Um, Lee says, yes, they were all lying, but I feel he got what he deserved. 
yeah that's the other thing too is like and maybe it's a young people thing or maybe meg cares about her image in a way or uh, i don't know it did it does seem foolish to to lie about fucking the dude it does seem foolish to me but i i don't know how it was gonna make him innocent you know (laughs) like it's it's like i i could go yeah she probably that's weird that she went in court and said they didn't fuck but then also you know whatever uh toy says i'm so glad that megan is getting justice that so many domestic violence survivors never get fuck tory lanes steven says shit i use twitter for all i use twitter for is butt naked so i guess that counts uh james says you're going to jail lock emoji roger says listen to the discussion on teens and social media apps do you think these red state officials feel teens are becoming more woke on the apps and using porn and adult content as a cover-up i'm sure that's some part of it i think also um they don't like like it's this thing where like they it's that one is the worst person you know has a point it's the worst person you know has a point this is the one time where them going yeah they are being exposed to pornography and shit like that and and i have to be like well yeah that is true this time it's not the same as you know to me a drag queen read a book at the library i'm like it's well not the same. that's not this that's not even close to the fucking same but i've been on social media and yeah you can be scrolling and just someone can decide to retweet something someone like it's just it's not it's just the guardrails are not firmly in place there and we've even seen like tumblr had to like take like reconstitute itself and like break itself down because they uh because a lot of these companies can't really regulate what's on their site until it's too late and so they had a problem where it was like child porn was on their site you know like and and apple had to take was like we're gonna take this shit off the store because y'all can't get this under control i mean that's that's that is kind of major you know that Mm -hmm. and and because our government doesn't regulate these sites really and the sites themselves don't really regulate the sites they do a lot of after the fire trying to put the fire out thing Mm -hmm. a computer generate things where it flags shit that it shouldn't flag and don't flag shit that it should flag because it's not a fucking human being yeah so i yeah I, i hate to even like give them some of this but it's a it's a valid point i think what but they're all they may have ulterior motives and what can be done about it i'm not really sure what the right answer is but it i won't go so far as to act like it's not a problem you know i you know i think all of you that have kids that have cell phones and stuff at this point are probably having to at least think about what does this mean and mm-hmm. you're probably checking their stuff up and it still don't even excuse me it still don't even matter because they got friends well and also so, like they're like also they're targeted like there are people right, that target the fact that your kid is online and we've covered stories about stuff like that you know whether it be blackmail or, or sexting or kidnapping or all kinds of shit it's, it's a very yeah, dangerous they, they get in chat rooms and shit yeah it's a very dangerous world where that these kids are entering and the the quote-unquote freedom that the adults want is in direct opposition to the safety i think that the kids need so yeah i i you know i i do think but yeah i do think republicans probably have ulterior motives miss barnes says to answer your poll question yes and i actually have a porn star that follows me on ig 
Oh shit. Yeah, I got a few that follow me on um on uh Twitter and I'm always like, How did you know? You know <laughs> like, <laughs> like I got followed by uh cinnamon love who's like a porn star uh going back in the day and she just followed me like a month ago or something and i was like oh my god the a legend like i was more impressed by that than like i don't know like you know i don't even want to say nobody's name because it's because it's people mm-hmm. that follow me that's like dope ass people that are like you know activists politicians celebrities but I was like, not cinnamon love. Okay, girl, shit. I've been watching you get banged out since banging out was banging out. Okay, you, you love to see it. Okay, um, so yeah, I, I. But I also just don't have the. I guess I just don't have the hang ups or the guilt that comes with like porn. People watching porn or porn existing right. or whatever. A lot so, of people have hang up. I think for me, it's not like a shame and like. Uh, it's like, oh, Reese's Pieces followed me. Well, let me go ahead and hit this follow back. Because to me, I'm like, <laughs> if you, if, like, I, it would only be weird if I was, if I made it weird by being like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm secretly following this porn star. I was like, no, I'm not going to fuck them. Like, <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, you know, sometimes they just want to ask me what I think about the Lakers. Anyway. Yeah, they, sometimes they talk about everything else but sex. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. I think in people's minds because we watch these people fuck they're just walking around fuck machines right but in my mind i'm like that's probably the last thing they give want to talk about mm-hmm. on twitter and then people get mad i come over here for a second they're like i'm a whole ass human yeah. being if you don't beat it so i just don't be pressed or whatever i ain't, I ain't right. never slid in no dms or said no creepy shit on the timeline to them or nothing it just it just don't that's not yeah it's just not this it's like if if you are friends with a person that play basketball and all you like a, a nba basketball basketball player and you're like hey man let's go to the park and play basketball eventually they're gonna be like i don't hang out with this nigga damn I'll, that's my job that's um, my job <clears throat> right it's work to them veda says so glad the verdict came correct i know that meg won't get all the apologies she deserves but i hope she gets all the rest and relaxation she deserves and keisha aka brooklyn shoe babe says and there will still be some nigga screaming free toy oh yes they will yes they will um the next episode was the holy trinity um uh let's see apia says i would prefer if i was murdered not to be the theme of a true crime podcast i'm an extrovert but the attention post-mortem no thanks i would even more prefer not to be murdered but as the germans say life is no pony yard uh meaning that you have to take what you get and Newsy said, Rod had me looking like a crazy person in this Audi while talking about the aggressive comedy promos. <laughs> they are so aggressive. Why are they like that? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. If I was a stand-up comedian, I would definitely smile and, like, do, I would put a joke in my promo. It, it, it wouldn't, and it didn't, I wouldn't have to burn a joke for my special or my set, but, like, I'd put a joke in the fucking promo. You know, if I had a comedy album. It's so, so hardcore, don't they? Yeah, I make a joke out of it. Like, like um, J.L. Covan has, you know, eight albums at this point, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or actually, you know what? That pro- that number's probably not right because half yeah, Blackface didn't they, come they, out. They have to get that man. You know what? I believe you, J.L. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry. That, that's probably a depressing note for him listening. But um, I know J.L.'s like, damn it. 
But my point being, like, he has a lot of albums, right? But when you look at the covers, the covers are part of our joke, too. You know, so it's like, keep my enemies closer. He's like sitting in a bed eating cookies and shit. That, like, that, that's funny. And it also makes me want to laugh and want to hit play to laugh at what he's going to say. You see what I'm saying? Thoughts and prayers where it's got like a a, a cartoon of like a scantily clad woman praying in church, you know, and it's thoughts, T-H-O-T-S. I, like, I... I don't understand. When did that stop being cool? Why does every fucking, I guess, and I don't know if white comedians do it as much, but why does every fucking comic album cover looks like it could also double as like a, a, a fucking you know hip hop cover or activist? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Like nothing funny here. You like why would I click on that? Like you know the perfect cover for a Chris Rock album is him holding that microphone, doing that smile he does right after he does like a punchline or right between the setup do you know that little that pregnant pause or he's smiling at the audience and you know he's about to say some funny ass shit in a second and his eyes kind of twinkling that's all you need for a fucking chris rock promo i don't need no you know like i don't yeah i don't need that shit like he about to give us a hot 16 yeah i don't need like a dark alley and this nigga's wearing all like a leather coat walking through a dark alley and everybody's dapping him up like he just fucking uh pushed tupac off the roof in juice or some shit like i don't i don't need that like nigga make me be funny make me think about like say something that reminds me of some of your greatest jokes you know anyway Wangangi says, Pony Yard is giving me a real Golden Girls moment, uh, St. Olaf. Um, the comment on um, YouTube, Christopher says, Liam Neeson trying to pull a Sean Connery. My man was, was famous for being in character, but still just speaking with his accent. Wasn't he? <clears throat> I feel like his... He played a lot of roles. You know what? Him and, um, uh, I want to say, Morgan Freeman, because they got those voices... And so a lot of times, not saying fun, sometimes I think they get the roles just because of them voices. Yeah, but Morgan Freeman doesn't have an accent that needs to be explained. Sean Connery does. No. Ah, okay, I'm with you now, I'm with you. So, like, if Sean Connery is playing a cop from Texas and he's still, like, you know, stick him up or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, like, nigga, ain't nothing country about your voice. Yeah, someone in the movie world, reality, would be like, man, shut your lisp having ass up and then he'd be like i'm from scotland or whatever the fuck and he'd be like oh that explains everything and he just move on i don't need a whole like 30 minute backstory but just like one fucking line please of someone being like hey liam neeson you say you work for the fbi why the fuck do you talk like that <laughs> just one line that's since, why we since, don't need no backlog no monologue no flashbacks since as an actor you couldn't be bothered to try to even pretend to have a american accent let's at least bring it up in the fucking movie i'm just saying if they're not gonna force you i wouldn't either yeah that's some bullshit um <laughs> the poll was do you watch nba games on christmas yes no or i don't watch the nba in general 42 42- like the nba games Mm-hmm. so are you yes or no or what yes i am too uh 42 percent of people watch the nba games on christmas 13 percent do not and then there's 45 percent of the audience that just don't watch nba games 
period. So they just yeah. not, you know, fans, which is fine. This shit was a little mixture kind of going back and forth because it's fucking NFL games on. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, why can't it just be, just pick one? Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't mind, but I definitely watched more NBA to NFL. But, Me too. you know, the thing with the NBA games is that they're on one at a time, back to back to back. And so if you do catch one that is a blowout or like someone, a bunch of people are injured or something, it was nice to be able to turn to something else, either between commercials and shit. Um, That's what I did. But then it was just weird because then it becomes a pissing contest where everybody's like, the NFL ratings were so much higher than basketball. I'm like, they're always higher than basketball and they always right. will be. What, Correct. what are we even debating at this point? Uh, the poll uh, for uh, Spotify, 36% of people, yes, they watch them. 20% do not, and 44% don't watch it in general. So about 45% of our audience just doesn't watch the NBA in general. And shout out to all the Black Santas with the Q&A. It's Toy says, yes, that's so cute. I love it. Aaron says, period. Uh, Leash says, they work harder than the others. I took my son to the mall to see Black Santa, and he had the nerve to say this wasn't the real Santa because the real Santa is white. Ooh! Girl, put some coal in his stocking uh Raphael says respect to all the black Santa's giving up actually you know that's just white supremacy y'all it ain't, it ain't the baby's fault but you know what I'm saying uh mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that black baby doll we still doing the black baby doll test 20 you know, 50 years later um Raphael says respect to all the black Santa's giving up the holy trinities to join these streets uh only for some kids to still be asking for a dragon mermaid from Wakanda because they were nice. Go to the whites. Um, I'm surprised you didn't say giving up the holy NFTs, but okay. James says, <laughs> <laughs> James says, especially you, Rod. <laughs> Thank you. Miss <laughs> Barnes says, I leave Black Santa tequila and good cigars. Uh, we are all lactose intolerant. No need for milky cookies. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Uh, leave Black Santa some of that brown. Now, what are the rules on slaying while drunk? Because I feel like if we enough of us do that, he ain't making it to all the houses. Uh, Nelson says, call me Santa for the city girls. Just sit on my lap and tell me what you want. Ah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hope that's not what Black I Santa is. Santa Claus. That's what's happening right there. Oh, Black Santa ain't going to be saying shit like that at the mall. No. <laughs> You can sit on my lap. I don't know about your kids, though. Come on over here, girl. Uh, <laughs> Roger sa- I got a little present for you. It's Dava the letter D. Roger says, what are Black Santa reindeer names? Oh, no. Oh, no. Hennessy. Right. On Hennessy. On Newport. <laughs> On Stocking Cap. <laughs> On Durag. Own Afro comb. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I that's just gonna get problematic, guys. Own uh, cocoa butter. Own Magnum. Own. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, let's see. Um, and then and then instead of Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, they have Boo Boo the Fool Reindeer. Okay, and that's why nobody is Boo Boo the Fool because it's a mm-hmm. reindeer um uh, keisha says thank you uh steven says saw some whack-ass politician talking about no woke senator this year with his family in a tweet pretty damn pathetic through that 
uh i found santa blair from okay uh dude gotta be the freshest santa ever yeah um and then that woke in that clearly was just them saying nigga right like it was not clever it was just like a no woke santa meaning no black santa which is just woke has become anything republicans wanted to be now Agreed. Druzo said, all this meaning. Dr. Uzo says, yes, we've successfully kept all the depictions of Santa around my three-year-old, super black, mostly for fun, and thanks to the wider availability of black Santa imagery, clothes, books, etc. Oh, that's so nice. Little black kids get to grow up and just have a black Santa. That's so dope. Um, I just go to the next episode, which is Smashing 2652, Smashing Biscuits to British Smithereens. We talked about that British poll and what they were doing with their british polls oh and british holes too okay they they, they was was getting it in they some freaks crossed the pond okay um so appia says i wouldn't want to have sex for 45 to 60 minutes on a regular basis maybe on a special occasion otherwise it would make me want to have less like i still have stuff to do so better not i'm still happy in the sex department we are together since 2006 and have kids and stressful jobs so that's a miracle airplane bathrooms seem terrible for sex small not very nice i can only see people using it for the story uh, and then she says, oh, no, I just remember I told my husband's sisters to listen to this, the sister to listen to this show and put it in her phone. Great timing, Appia. Well, you didn't say anything <laughs> too bad. <laughs> no, you didn't say anything uh, too bad. And and also, I think as people get older, everything just changes, you know, because the people's response a lot of times will depend on your age because you get older. You're like, I got shit to do. You know, I can't be sitting around fucking all day. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's other things to do. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything, right? You get older and there's just more shit to do and less time to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, let, I mean, let's, there's some people that really, really, really prioritize sex, you know? Um, I can Agreed, see that, right. too. For some people, like, uh, like but, that's, that's the jam. I know it's a running joke, but, yeah, for some yeah. people, they, yeah, that's the jam. But I think, like, like anything, whatever your thing is, unless you're extremely committed to it, as you get older you just have more commitments you know it's just part of being older um miss barn says man fuck duke power i was on the way to my part-time gig and real random like the stoplights on the way to work were out main intersections uh to the shopping mall center on christmas eve duke power was begging for an accident to happen they know better yeah and it's getting bad too because they're like the charlotte observer is really investigating that and uh trying to get to the bottom of how those decisions were made and why um, and, and they tried them right and duke power tried to blame it on some solar power bullshit like they did in texas and people are like no the fuck that's not the problem uh and then the poll lakita says per the poll absolutely and the poll because the poll was have you ever faked the orgasm we'll come back to the poll results in a second let's check the mm-hmm. see if there's any comments on youtube doesn't look like they are for this episode okay so now we'll do the poll have you ever faked had have you ever faked the orgasm? Seventy one percent yes. Twenty nine percent no. Um and then the uh po- poll on Spotify, sixty seven percent yes, thirty three percent no, about the same. Um and then the the Q and A, go home, Carrie Lake, you're drunk. Uh all the answers are um <laughs> 
Amer- white family says Americans will never answer sex questions honestly because of line GLP evangelicals. They know they get it in, but they won't admit it. <laughs> so the the if we have a poll, yeah, I mean, but is that an American thing? I feel like every country got some type of religious shit about sex, some type of conservatism. Yeah, yeah. So just put it in the margin of error. James says, "Jump in the lake, Carrie." Uh, Ken Trail says, "We are adults, and this is ridiculous." Yeah, cut the crap. Uh, Raphael says, "Carrie Lake is the exact opposite of good Melvin." Now Melvin was drunk. Carrie should be sent to the mirror dimension herself, along with all the election deniers. I'll still sell them NFTs before they banished. Um, all right, that's it for that episode, and let's get to the last episode of the week, which is. 2653 the legendary master sword um apia said oh wait no cheyenne says hey y'all i have to pause the show to comment on the bail fund organization why was that repeat offender offered bail i hope the organization is able to keep running they have a great cause and our whack system created that level of negligence yeah i yeah i, I know they said yeah yeah i just don't i know their official story is like we just we need to reorganize some money and it has nothing to do with this very public uh outcry and this lawsuit and you know and and whatnot on it um and maybe that's you know maybe that's the truth and maybe they're gonna come back at some point and really say like you know we're committed like i i I doubt that they bailed everybody out in las vegas and that's the end of it you know so maybe i mean it could definitely be something else i saw victoria on twitter was saying that you know she thought i was over analyzing and 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 it it wasn't what i what it what i think it kind of looks like to which you know i i i hope she's right to be honest but also like why wouldn't you put out a statement and only time will tell because you know what in six months from now if y'all are back, okay, cool. But if y'all not, okay, I'm start asking questions. Yeah, and my thing is this: if it is what I think it is, what what would they say? Right. Yeah, guys, it's getting hot out here. It's some bad PR, and we might be about to, you know, take a bit of a financial hit. So we just gonna we just gonna dip, and uh, good luck to all the people in jail. No, they wouldn't say it. So you know it's kind of hard to disprove but i'm, I'm I, as i said several times on the show it's all i'm speculating and i hope i'm wrong because i just find the, the general tenor of a lot of this like convenient theoretical activism is just hard once once the scenarios happen that underline the um risk of it it just feels like or seems like a lot of times people pretend like they can't happen or won't happen and then when they happen they just go yeah throw the whole thing away we we weren't you know it's not that serious you know Mm -hmm. and over the years particularly being on social media and being online and like listening to people you've seen it happen in various different ways it happens to big organizations it happens to small organizations it happens all across the board and so it's one of those things like once you see it you can't unsee the pattern and sometimes i think in my personal opinion when people are not trying to find it directly involved in these organizations or or they have a lot more invested than other people sometimes it's hard for them to see that this is this is what 
how somebody outside the organization is actually viewing these things or somebody outside of the system is actually viewing these things. It's hard for them to kind of understand and comprehend. Like to them, they was like, well, why are you, where is this even coming from? And I don't understand why. Well, also, but it does, no, you go ahead, you finish. But it also, it doesn't make what these people are seeing not fact sometimes, you know, you can't be like, well, I don't see it. It's not around me. That means, therefore, it's not real. That's not true either. It's also how conservatives attack these movements. It's through media sensationalism and through bad press. I watch it happen all the time in New York City where when Mayor Adams wanted to, and, and the Daily News and the New York Post wanted to make Democrats look bad, they bring up every case of a recidivist criminal that someone is just unrepentant like he was he was let out on 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 the zero cash bail and seconds later he was robbing another person or he raped somebody or he shot somebody and it's all designed to make you feel like we should not let these people out now what they're never going to cover you know 75 percent of these people or 90 percent of these people are non-violent offenders or even the people that are recidivists right. Um, maybe the thing they were doing was like jumping bail or some shit, right? I've been mean, jumping the turnstile. They don't cover it that way. They're just like, he said, I'll be out in a, in a minute anyway, and fuck you to the police. And he was out in a minute. And so my thing is, if you if if the thing is to fold up shop when the bad press hits, it none of those movements will ever take off. You just right. have to you just have to stand it out. And so I, as I said on the show. I hope that I'm wrong and it's just completely coincidental and unrelated. That would be better than, you know, and they wouldn't say it, but that would be better than them being like, man, listen, this shit is harder to be make uh, a popular cause with, you know, John Legend when the someone can easily bring up, well, what about this dude, you know? All right. Yeah, you know, so I'm sorry. And no, also, no, this, this is why for a lot of these organizations, regardless of how big or how small I'm on the outside looking in, all of them have something wrong with them and have people consistently criticizing, criticizing the things that they do with the things that they say. It's always somebody that does not like what they do because, like you say, because of the way they're reported or the way these things come out. Sometimes these things are true and sometimes these things are not. But you don't see any of these organizations that everybody loves because you're dealing with people and people are fickle. You're, you're trying to push these policies and these things, which is a great, wonderful thing. But there's always going to be an exception to these rules. And a lot of times people point out the exceptions to the rules versus pointing out the amount of people that have been impacted, all the good things that come out, all the families they save, all the families they put together, all the lives they save. You know, instead of them pointing out that shit, they'll point out the 0.01% that's fucked up to act like, anything that they do is absolutely pointless and that's not true all right um abia says i have a job where i can't have social anxiety or maybe if you do it long enough you train yourself out of it i talked a lot on the phone private and professional because when i drive i have time i have also uh, often calls with people i haven't met yet and where are where i have to establish some connection in five minutes 
uh, or part as part of it is well as public speaking. Also, public speaking where people ask me medical questions. My supervisor is also sometimes there, and I hope I can answer everything. And if I can't, he will comment on it afterwards. I mostly can, and Wolfgang, that's his name, is a good guy. On public speak or public speaking with no preparation, like when I'm in a group of 20 physicians, they ask me to introduce everyone to everyone. I hope I get all the names, the place they work right, and a funny story. Rejection sometimes in front of others is also part of it. Honestly, it's a great exercise. Uh, when they when things don't work uh, out, I think you win a lot and you have to lose sometimes. Otherwise, it's not normal. This is now. Um, but I have other problems. I promise I got, <laughs> it got way better, but obsessive worrying and seeing catastrophic events in my imagination are not fun either. Well, I don't no, know. You not. have to, you have to balance it out. I, it's, mm -hmm. it's fine to big up yourself. I wasn't going to say nothing about you. Uh, Lakita says regarding the poll, depending on the data set you use, I'm a baby Gen Xer or an elder millennial. Either way, I avoid talking on phone. Sure, I can. I just don't want to. However, I've 100% seen this inability in my kids, nieces, and nephews. I blame myself and just work with them where they are. Role play helps a lot. Plus, having assholes in the family is awesome practice in dealing with conflict. Laugh my ass off. No one ever brings up that part of having assholes in the family. You're going to meet assholes in real life, and that's your first practice, okay? That's a good right, point. Yeah, my interaction with assholes was playing spades. Like, you know, people, you're like, oh, I thought you loved me. Apparently, you don't. Sound like your interaction with assholes is about the thermostat, Karen, and you need to be honest <laughs> uh, and get over that trauma. You know what? That is true. Get your ass away from there. Uh, you got light bill money? <laughs> Trey says, hey, Rod and Karen, thanks again for another great episode. I just wanted to say that I agree with this bell group, that this bell group should keep pushing because there's no way they can know if a person was going to reoffend. But I assume them being celebrities that that may have been worried about the effect their celebrity careers or status, maybe. Yeah. And I mean, so the bell group isn't necessarily the celebrities is endorsed by the celebrities and they like help promote the cause. But I'm sure the people that do the day to day operations are not the celebrities the problem with all mm -hmm. the the celebrity influencer culture is that culture is based and predicated upon looking good all the time and it's just difficult when something like this means you're gonna take a l every once in a while and there are and and republicans and conservatives and twitter trolls are petty and they probably do be in john ledges mentions like you said you support this and this man got shot but just because them motherfuckers might walk away or not want to say shit, I, I hope the work continues to be done. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Like I said, it could be something totally unrelated. And, you know, like Karen said, six months from now, they could be back and be like, we reorganize and we, we're, we're still doing this work here. But I, I don't know. It just, the timing feels weird. And I really hope they do. And I'm a, and it's just my, educated guests a lot of celebrities do shit and they do it anonymously and uh, they tell people don't y'all say my motherfucking name and this is why because it was like when shit go awry or if something happens it's still you as an organization and my name is not attached to it in any way shape form or fashion mm. yeah that's that's an interesting take on it yeah uh, i never really thought about it like they that they won't do good work but they don't want to deal with that part of it 
Yeah, I just never thought about it like that, but that's a good, that could be a, like, because we always make anonymous donation as, like, a complete altruistic, like, you're a good person thing, and we judge people for not anonymously donating, which I always thought was one of the dumbest fucking things we, we do. Mm-hmm. But and Sometimes I do it. Yeah, but my point being, when you anonymously donate, you're right. If that org does something unpopular or fucks up somehow, you can always just be like, I'm glad I ain't put my name on that shit. You Correct. Know? That's a good point. Anyway, um, uh, you said, da, da, da. oh, I think a lot of, as long as the group has proper legal minds doing proper vetting of choices, they should be okay. Sometimes you're going to get it wrong, so your vetting process better be right. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, and also, like, even with the people that are pro, like, no cash bill, blah, 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 they have a line, and if you talk to a lot of them, they'll tell you, like, well, nah, if someone, like, just beat up their girlfriend, we're not gonna be like, let's get this man back on the streets within, right. you know, as fast as possible. It's like, no, that person probably does need to be in there and because it's a direct threat to somebody else, and mm-hmm. when and if, knowing how much people escalate and reoffend with that, if we are part of that narrative and this person does harm somebody, it's going to be really hard not to point out that we were that group. And so I don't think any of these funds are absolutist. And I think a lot of them um, are vetting and stuff, but it's just in order to talk about it, it becomes like flattened. And especially once it gets to social media, it's very flattened into like free everybody. And it's just like, no one's doing that. Correct. Like that's not realistic. That's not how this functions. And that is not how this works. And it's also one of those things to where, you know, a lot of these organizations, they actually have some forms of checks and balances. Most of them ain't out here, Ali Ali Oxen free. Like you do certain, that's why I thought not a lot of them are like, hey, if you out here committing quote unquote violent crimes, no. Right. You know, like, like they had, do have restrictions. P.S. I wanted to add that by me saying that I, what I said above does not mean I think everybody should be released. I'm not a prison abolitionist, LOL. Some of these folks need to be locked up, like that couple who interrupted Wendell Pierce on the stage while he was acting in Death of a Salesman, LOL. Um, Sean says, on that Facebook story, for me, Facebook is the cause. I moved Facebook off of my phone screen, didn't move the app, just made it less accessible, and I have so much more time, energy, and joy de vivre. That's a French for something. Uh, I will still occasionally open it and see Idget shit talking She-Hulk or some post about some right-wing Idget like Peterson or Shapiro, but it's easier to ignore if you spend less time there. Why are there so many stupid people? Why? Sorry, closing Facebook. I think I'll stay off of it for the next week or two. Yeah, I think... I think the thing for me is I rarely see the direct stupid people as much anymore. Right. I, I just see people responding to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, y'all, oh, you need to clean up your timeline. Yeah. Right. But I was talking to a friend the other day. I was like, you know, I'm actually starting to even not see the point of people that once they're taken out of context or taken purposely in the worst way ever for whatever they said, I'm starting to even be like, why did you even waste time trying to explain it? These motherfuckers don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-mm. you know it's like you can say something totally reasonable and rational that if you were having a conversation with a person at, over lunch or something they would at least understand your point and they will give you right. the benefit of the doubt because they would assume you're a good person like um this dude andrew tate they arrested him for sex trafficking he's a terrible misogynist and a bunch of other shit um 
And so some people were saying he's an incel. And there was this woman on Twitter who basically, you know, kind of threaded the needle and was like, yeah, he's not an incel. And it's a distinction that kind of matters because the reason he was able to do what he did is because he is he's not involuntary celibate and those terms mean things it's not just misogynist equal incel and people were like uh he is a sex trafficker and a rapist so i don't know why you're defending him and i was like oh my god oh my god like defending them they were just saying like there is a difference and what was that word you use involuntary what's that mean incel involuntary celibate um there are people that um want to have sex with women we've talked about this on the show i'm sure a lot of times but there are people that want to have sex with women but because women don't like them don't want to have sex with them they're terrible people whatever the reason is they then turn it into like some man of spirit shit and they become women haters and uh you know believe all this stupid ass like you know women just want to be with thugs or you know you need to like uh they don't want good men and you know women need to be forced to have sex with us and shit like that okay because i've always heard incel like not trying to find i haven't heard like the whole oh okay i don't don't know if that makes sense i haven't heard like the whole word i was like what did that mean so, you know, when people say incel, people, I guess people, I didn't realize, I thought incel was the word. I didn't realize it, it represented a longer phrase. Yes. And so um, she was just making a distinction, which I think is a valid and important distinction if you want to have this conversation in that. It is. Not everybody that's a misogynist is necessarily an incel. And some of these dudes use the fact that they can and do have sex to, to like, game and favor and shit you know to to become like more of a like 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 a uh a, a quote-unquote alpha male and all that shit and she was just pointing out he moves differently than people said he moves and they were ah. like you're defending him and i was like that is twitter in a nutshell because oh, that was at no point a defense of this man that was at no point um whatever but it's but anyway and so what i thought was cool about it is she didn't even spend any time trying to be like a thread on let me explain what I meant. She just like, I know y'all know what I mean. And I know that y'all are doing this on purpose and I'm muting this shit. And I was like, yes, that's, I respect that okay. more than the, let me make a 17 fucking po- pay, you know, 17 thread thing to, to, to explain to y'all the shit that you're never going to agree. You know what I mean? Right, and and you actually don't care. I was I was your quote unquote dunk of the day. You'll be on to some other shit, and nothing I said mattered. And but that person said it's valid, and probably they were probably like, this is why they were allowed to get away with what they did for so long. It's because of this. Like you have to think. A lot of times, people are actually looking and watching people that are in these groups. That's different than somebody else who's on the outside of this group doing shit. Right um so anyway um mwangangi says i love talking on the phone i hate voicemails i'm a gen xer and free long distance and talking to people all over the earth for free is both amazing and rewarding and since one of the one of my kids is at mcmurdo station in antarctica i literally have friends on every continent make travel cheaper and better you always you almost always have a local guide 
Um, dope. I'm glad glad people enjoy talking on the phone. You know, nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. Uh, let's see if we had any comments on this episode on YouTube. I can't talk on. We talking about talking on the phone. I can't talk on the phone. Um, I just have to be in the mood to talk on the phone. Um, I used to talk on the phone a lot more when I was younger, but I think as I've got, I don't mean to be cruel or mean, but I'm a talker. As y'all know, I talk for a motherfucking living. And y'all pay me to talk. But uh, I used to talk a lot more as a kid. Like, I would talk the motherfucking house down. I still can every now and then. And But as I've gotten older, I've learned it's time to talk and it's time to shut the fuck up and be quiet and don't nobody hear or care about your opinion or what you got to say at this period of time. Like, I've just kind of learned and morphed into that and just kind of learned how to feel the room and sometimes and so sometimes particularly with technology stuff i just opt out like nah i'm good just text me i think the big distinction here is also it was mostly about professional settings is what that article is about not just talking on the phone to your friends and family and shit um and in a professional setting i think even people that like to talk on the phone don't always like to talk on the phone and um, like the other day I had to transfer some medicine from my pharmacy in Charlotte to my far- to the pharmacy here. And I did it through the app. Somehow the shit didn't work and it just wouldn't work. And I tried for days. I was like, Oh, just maybe something was wrong with the app. I'll check it tomorrow. Oh, I'll check it tonight. And, um, eventually it ended up getting screwed up. And so I was like, fuck, I got to I have to go talk to a person in person. Like there's no, right. I would have even used the chat help on online. I prefer that. To I like to do people. the chat help before I call. Yeah. And so, um, uh, and a similar thing happened with a package that was shipping the same thing. Like they called me on the phone, but I was able to go to their website and use the chat help and email. And I prefer that. Um, but with this, I didn't just have to go on the phone. I had to go talk to the person in person at the pharmacy. And the pharmacist is like, here's what you need to do. You need to call these people on the phone and then call us on the phone. And I did all that. And it wasn't like the worst thing in the world or anything. But I just thought to myself, man, I really don't did not want to do the in-person or phone thing. I wanted to just do it electronically. And I think I'm maybe it's an introversion thing, but uh, I definitely am one of those people. And I think for a lot of people, it's the convenience because like you say, sometimes it's just more particularly, like I said, particularly talking about working, particularly working, depending on what's happening and depending on what's going on. Uh, I like paper trails, I like emails, I like physical transactions where I say, you said this, I said this, you said this, I said this, particularly working in professional working environments. And also whenever you get people on the phone you have people that are in the office you have people that are at home chilling you have you all types of situations so it's one of those things where it's easier to keep people on task when it's like a a, a transaction well, also, and we can do one thing at a time you're very work anti-social at times though like you know you'll complain about oh we're gonna have a zoom meeting or they want me to do this type of training or they want to get up together or whatever you know like it's I think work is just different for people like talking like being an extrovert and talking on the phone and all that stuff you know yeah oh who wouldn't want to talk to their child that's in Antarctica like you better and should want that but I would too yeah but I think this woman's uh business was more about your professional life and getting people to the fact you're gonna talk on the phone at work uh agreed one comment on YouTube which my mom says great show dear brother and sister thanks mom and uh the poll was do you avoid talking on the phone yes all the time uh only in professional settings or no 
64% all the time. 7% only in professional settings and uh 20 about 30%, 29% said no. And then mm. on Anchor, 55% all the time, 15% only in professional settings, 30% no. Um I'm not knocking anybody or judging anybody. I think that sounds mm-hmm. very accurate. <laughs> um uh I just like I just think once we had so many other ways to communicate with each other, people kind of prefer those. Um, and also I think that I know it might sound silly I'm still even though you know I've been uh, the transition into the different company it's still some things that I'm having to unlearn like I said that anti interaction will raise up in me every now and then when it actually does not need to be there sometimes Mm -hmm. but it's just old habits are hard to break and it's hard to unlearn those things Mm -hmm. that is almost like an automatic like it's almost well this is what i do you know type of thing so i'm i'm not trying to find i'm forcing myself to kind of break that frame of thought because in certain situations it's not healthy to always rely on what you've always done when the situation doesn't require it right um all right and then uh comments on anchor it's dangerous to go alone take this people said ring the alarm by yonce uh rafael says now that i think about it there are some michael jackson songs that will make me speed up good thing i'm loyal to the subways at nyc now can't be trusted driving along i saved myself rn gullage says now that you mention it what kind of mask do you use in the office i might be doing some partial in office work for the first time since the first lockdown and i'm not trying to catch covid uh n95s kn95s um mm-hmm. you know you can find them everywhere uh those are the ones that we have in the office it's actually mandatory that we use those when i first got to nyc before the um omicron i think blew up i had like a cloth mask that i was wearing um which i know isn't uh in 95 or whatever but it was like really good for my beard and stuff and you know it was for that version of covid it was it was doing ju- it was doing just as much and then all of a sudden all the recommendations was like y'all gotta go to these n95 so when i'm at the office i wear the n95 um yeah and they're closer to the face yeah and they have a couple types they have one that's like a little bit wider for people with you know wider faces and stuff and it's uh it doesn't necessarily go as 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 long but it's wider um and then they have you know the kind that that, the traditional kind that you see everywhere but uh, i'd only go with a kn95 if i was y'all um at least until you know the numbers come down in like february or something we'll hopefully at some point be able to like you know relax a little bit uh all right so that's it for the comments on the website uh we didn't have any voicemails when i checked earlier i'll just do a quick double check um and then we'll get into uh just the mail uh for the email and uh yes the physical mail mail. and Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll we'll end it with that all right so here's the emails um let's see uh John says, hot bodies, airplane heroes, and moving the goalposts. Uh, good morning, Rod and Karen. Uh, Rod, as a, 
a fellow hot body person i truly feel your pain as i listen to horrible thermostat slavery you're dealing with up in nyc we've been on (laughs) we've been on planes that got stuck on the runway for over an hour for whatever reason and the ac wasn't really pumping it like that it was absolutely i was absolutely roasting to death it is the worst feeling in the world i hate that Sorry to hear you had so many people without masks on your flight. Last time I flew, there was still mask mandates. So in fact, there was a guy a couple rows ahead of us who had his mask off and it was all I could think about. Fortunately, some brave hero waited until he fell asleep and immediately snitched his ass out to the flight attendants. And that snitch ass hero was me. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't blame you. And, um, I had, uh, uh, been, uh, you know, uh, I've been wearing my mask more. I wear it anyway, like when I'm going to the grocery store and things like that. But I started putting it on more frequently, you know, like when I go outside the house, on my way to the car, or on my way from the car to the to, to inside the grocery store, things like that. Um, so I started kind of going back to where I was before. And I'm kind of glad I did because, like I said, the numbers are going up and things like that. And I have went to the physical grocery store and I sneezed. And I was thinking, I'm glad I got this mask on, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm not sick or anything like that. But, you know, it's like, you know, with you sneezing and things like that. And like you say, most people don't have masks or anything like that. Like if I was to be sick, people around me or in my vicinity would catch whatever I got. So, you know, it's one of those things where I'm glad that I kind of went back. Like I said, I don't mind going back you know, uh, to uh, putting uh, my mask back on. And it's one of those things where people need the sneezing has gone up and the coughing has gone up and and shit like that. Uh, Things that um, I kind of went down because people were actually, you know, quote unquote, protecting themselves. But now since everybody, you know, is kind of quote unquote back to normal, you're going to get back to the sneezing and the coughing and and people catching the flu and, you know, just regular colds and shit. Probably getting ready to go through the roof. And it would not be surprising if people might be hospitalized just for basic stuff because your immune system is not as strong because, you know, for some people, it's been a few years since you've been sick. Yeah, there's an article about that that I'm going to read during the next coronavirus segment that kind of pushes back against the whole immunity deficit thing that people are saying. Um, so and it's from like scientists. So we'll we'll see about that, because I'm, okay. I'm also curious if that's actually a thing. Um, uh, OK. I know it's been something everyone's been speculating, but it sounds mm-hmm. like people are saying that might not be why the hospitalization rates are so high. Um, so, but yeah, back to this. That Tory Lane's trial looked weird. Uh, hold on, for some reason, my okay, there we go. Uh, that tra- looked wild. Did you see that the defense attorney claimed Megan and her friend must have been fighting over lanes because surely no male musician would get violent over having his music dissed by a beautiful and more popular and successful woman? Apparently, he never met any male musicians or men in general, LOL. Glad to see the verdict, and I really hate that Megan had to put up up with so much misogyny and slut-shaming bullshit. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I didn't even... The defense attorney's going to float out of defense. So yeah, that's it was going. Yeah, it was going to be stupid because he shot her. Uh, when the Britney Grind- when Britney Griner release was announced and followed by such an immediate backlash, my first thought was, "Oh, this is some Russian disinfo shit." 
um, say what you will about Putin, but he knows how to apply pressure to the existing social, political and cultural rifts that we have here in America. And it's totally fishy that I saw so many people who never mentioned the Marine before suddenly caping for him, like Hillary's emails, Hunter Biden uh, laptop and Twitter files. Uh, the whole grinder backlash looks like exactly the sort of thing that would be fueled by the former head of the KGB. Now we know uh, likes to use GRU and enemies of online trolls. So division in the U.S. Uh, to so division in the U.S. And uh, a top security and intelligence analyst that I follow argues pretty convincingly that we have actually been at cyber war with Russia since 2014, although most Americans won't really acknowledge or recognize it because it doesn't fit into their conventional notions of a boost on the ground war. I absolutely believe this. If that's any conspiracy, quote unquote, that I believe is definitely that a lot of the online discourse is motivated and controlled by the bots and uh, yeah, and I see a lot of people arguing with these bots online and part of me wonders if they know or if they I think they know I think I think they don't care to know that's what I think I think it's very agree is this is not super sophisticated it is almost it, it's it's almost it's so easy to know like I had a friend who I think she was just going through some shit at the time, but she was on Twitter and she was like saying like, you know, stuff that she knew would kind of like rub some people on Twitter the wrong way. And then she would spend time like arguing on Twitter with the people that replied. And I remember hitting her up like, yo, you, is everything okay? You know, because you're spending a lot of time arguing with people, but it's not just that you're spending a lot of time arguing. It's like, these aren't people. Like you're replying to people that are clearly like troll accounts, burner accounts, something, you know, it's like it's got a, you know, a, a, a date of creation for this account from last month. It's only got 17 tweets. It's got an anime avatar Three picture. Followers. Like this is basically you playing tennis against a wall. Like, are you sure that this is something that, you know, are you OK? Because this is the kind of thing that there's no... um the only value out of this is the distraction that you're getting from it not mm -hmm. there's no person on the other side of this isn't and then people watching you do it and you know i think it's a, a the the vibe that i got was i'm okay because everyone's always okay right well i'm okay and i don't basically like i don't care i'm gonna continue to to uh fight these bots you know what i mean and i and and i think that's one person but when you look at it on a macro level if everyone is making those decisions constantly then we're all being manipulated and a lot of people just don't want to admit it whether they i think they don't want to admit that they need it yeah it's an addiction like when you say something you want interaction and even if the interaction is in bad faith or not necessarily from a human being it's still interaction to you. So saying, you know, something like, you know, something declarative that to me is extremely like Tory Lane should go to jail. And then you wait for, you know, the people to respond that may or may not even be real accounts followed by nobody you're following, but you wait for them to respond so you can go, man, fuck you. I said what I said, you know, and I think that I think enough people do that. And it's like, yeah, they know that we're going to do that. So they can manipulate us. <clears throat> right.
finally this wasn't from anything in particular on the show but it's my birthday so fuck it i'm gonna bring it up anyways as we get closer and closer to the possibility of trump being indicted have you noticed the new okie doke that garland haters are pulling when the topic is the search seizure arrest etc of trump they shout you or i would have been arrested already trump's position as former president shouldn't make any difference especially since he broke his oath etc but when you bring up the fact that the doj will only bring indictment if they feel certain they can get a conviction and that will hold up in the appeal thank you hashtag sisters in law uh a practice that garland smith and everyone else have sworn an oath to follow suddenly it changes to well yeah but they should charge him anyway because you can't let a former president get away with blank so it's everyone should be treated the same until we don't want them to yeah here's the other thing that's really scary about that is um this is starting to sound like the motherfuckers that wanted trump impeached when we knew they didn't have the votes to impeach to actually win it mm-hmm. and they and they swore up and down it was because democrats are cowards and it doesn't matter i just want to see these politicians on the record blah 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 and two things happened they did it and they still called them cowards and and said they were ineffective and how could they not get him impeached which is such fucking goalpost moving bullshit and then the second thing that happened was they it didn't matter that those republicans went on record like none of the that was not the thing that kept any of those people out of office if anything some of them they gained some seats in the fucking house so this whole big like the american people will really give a fuck it was wrong anyway oats are important right agreed and like I said, uh, 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 not to be the dead horse, but this is something we talked about before. I want results. I don't give a fuck about the pot. I don't, I don't care about the confetti. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the smoke and mirrors. I don't care about y'all egos. I don't give a fuck about y'all feeling good. I want motherfucking results. And don't you come with no bullshit unless you're like, okay, this is everything. We got everything. Okay, let's go. Because that shit don't mean nothing because you're going to cry and bitch and cry and bitch. And I'm impatient. I'm impatient. I'm impatient. And they're not prepared. They go out here and they fuck it up. Then all of a sudden it's going to be their fault when y'all fucking asked them to motherfucking rush. Sit your ass down. Shut the fuck up and let them do their goddamn jobs. Yeah, if they don't catch them, then I don't care. that's that's it it for me. Like, I'm not even going back and forth in the histrionics and the all this shit everything they do that makes it a more of a chess move to corner this motherfucker i'm with and everything else i'm just i don't care about like i I only care if they get them all this shit will be for nothing if they don't try to get them so they gotta get right and merrick is trying to get them and that's all i ask of that man that's all i ask oaths are important until they get in the way etc i just wish these people would be honest to say i hate this fucker and i want to see him rot in jail no matter what i could at least respect that but they don't want to admit that they really just think the ends justify the means so they couch it in some deeply held principle like we can't all see the glaring fact that the principle moves and changes depending on the circumstances and their preferred outcome it's the same shit we see from progressives restorative justice folks body positivity people etc p.s rye your shannon sharp impersonation was surprisingly good maybe you can find Find a way to use that on game theory i i don't think i'm gonna be on camera for game theory so i don't think that will work anyway <laughs> you know <laughs> me writing in off screen rod says but skip you know like yeah that i don't think it will work You're like right calm this down right yeah like i i'm pretty sure that would that would be frowned that would upon immediately get rejected <laughs> yeah it would be frowned upon the executive producers would be like what what are we what are you trying to do what's going on over here so um 
uh, and it just would look thirsty. Uh, but also, like, I don't think my, I don't think any of my impressions are good. I just think they're funny to me. Okay, I so think I think that's the thing. Like, I don't think my Stephen A. Smith is accurate to Stephen A. Smith, but I think every Stephen A. Smith impression is hilarious. All of them. If you, I, I mean, if you. you really give a fuck and you want to, like. Uh, and also my impressions vary in quality. Like I, I don't practice them, so they they're not always good. Sometimes it sounds good to me, and I'm like, oh, I, th- I think I nailed that one. And then some days I'm like, I'm just doing this voice because this is about where the voice would go. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I but uh, I just I love uh I love Shannon Sharp, uh, and, and he's he's such a his voice and and the way he carries himself is so hilarious. Um. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you both. Wishing you both the best, especially in dealing with the challenge of being a part during the holidays. Stay safe and thanks for your amazing year of laughs and insights. Thank you. Thank you. Desiree says, uh, hi, Rod and Karen. While I think it's important for everyone to take some personal responsibility for their health, I think walking a lot is more about city planning. If you live in a place that is relatively safe with stores, entertainment, restaurants, etc., with an easy walking distance and reliable mass transit, you will probably do more walking without consciously thinking about it than if you live in a place that is more spread out and designed for a car center lifestyle. I live in Brooklyn and I do walk a lot. I also walk by a lot of bakeries, cakes, and restaurants, and I'm sure i would be thinner with less good food around but i would also be depressed there are many factors to consider for being healthy that's a great point uh, yeah I, I was walking you know been walking back and forth to work um and uh one i i think i tweaked my hip a little bit doing something i don't know if i was like getting out of like i don't know what i did but i tweaked it a little bit but i'm, I'm fine to walk in straight lines so i'm good but um <laughs> It was funny because I took a little bit route different because I had to go to the CVS and just walking on one side of the street compared to the other side of the street, like the side of the street I was on yesterday had all the food on it. I was just like walking by like smells and, and, and aromas. So I was like, damn, I got to go back to the other side of the street. I'll stop in all these motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, Rod, I hope your time in New York goes well and look forward to seeing new episodes of Game Theory. I know you'll get more into these mean streets as your own time and pace. Here are some tips for getting around. Sorry if you heard these before. One, try to keep to your right no matter which direction you're walking. It keeps the sidewalk traffic flowing and it's less likely for someone to bump into you. Yeah, I do try to do that. Unfortunately, everybody ain't doing that. So uh, basically, it's all vibes out there. Some you, people in the middle. I remember we go. Some people like, okay, you just oh, we gonna rock in the middle, okay? <laughs> yeah, the place I'm at isn't very crowded at the moment. Although tonight it's probably gonna get crowded because it's closer to Times Square and uh, mm-hmm. it's New York New Year's Eve and shit. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't. There's the sidewalk is mostly sparsely. You know, it's not condensed so it's mostly just you walk you walk to avoid people you know i haven't had a problem walking that far uh two if you're trying to find an address in manhattan odd numbers are on the north side of the street even numbers on the south side for avenues odd numbers on the west side of the street even numbers on the east side uh yep don't matter um i'm using uh apple maps and it's getting me well yeah, you about to sound like me like you better map me now yeah I, i'm <laughs> not a person that knows northeast west south as i'm walking I'm, I'm just not one of those guys uh three if you have to take the train usually usually in manhattan the uptown train enters on the east side of the street and the downtown train enters on the west side of the street 
uh yeah i haven't taken a train yet but i have an app if i have to use a train uh happy holidays happy new year's you both that's right thank you for the nice tips thank you um i hope i'm pronouncing this right um it's either kiana i think it is kiana i think she told us it was kiana before i hope i didn't say it right uh kiana says hey guys i'm listening to episode 2649 i wanted to add something to what y'all were saying about church attendance being down the george floyd protests and the truth coming out about how ag cameron lied during the brianna taylor case also happened during the height of the pandemic we witnessed the silence of the church on social justice issues as well as housing equity as access to health care and a fair living wage like rod said going to church became political and sadly for all the wrong reasons as someone who still very much loves the lord i don't think you can call yourself a christian and be apathetic or flat out harmful towards others to the magnitude we witness as a whole so i think right. a lot of people have left church buildings and have dedicated themselves to doing the work of the church that the work should the church should be doing I, for one, refuse to go to a church that is not actively engaged in decolonizing Christianity. I also want to point out that when I say the church, I'm specifically speaking about the white evangelicalism, although I definitely needed the black church to be more vocal about these issues. The idea of deconstructing one's faith has become a far more common conversation among a lot of Christians specifically because of this. Anywho, that's just my two cents. Love y'all. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. That makes a lot of sense. And then she wrote in again to say, listen to episode 2652, the result of the British sex poll results about sex toys and bruh. Let me tell y'all a quick story. I'm a longtime listener. I remember when Adam and Eve was a heavy sponsor. A few years ago, I decided to spice it up and get some toys for me and the man. Well, let me start saying good was saying good looking out, y'all. If you know what I mean, we do know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Well, I was completely unaware of how aggressive the website's marketing is, and I was getting emails whenever they had sales, which is quite frequent, I know. Mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to be like, can y'all turn this down a bit? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I'm at my work desk one day, uh-oh, when my lieutenant comes over uh, and looking at something on my monitor. I had Gmail open in the other monitor, and I got an email from Adam and Eve that was about a sale on butt plugs. hilarious them emails do be spicy as hell they they really do uh i'm not trying to hide nothing they're like you know what you signed up for i love a good sale as much as anybody else but like the 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 fucking titles and the and the pictures that go with these emails are blatantly just just they it's it's just out there you know like is that spam right no it's like uh we got another package for you this christmas a dick in a box and like all right um the re notification says some shit like want to have a buttload of fun <laughs> oh, <no>! <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yes that that might be the title of the show um but that is what that's the kind of stuff they write and you really if like a sale on butt plugs buy one get two free um which is another thing how are they in business with these sales anyway um with an eggplant and a squirt emoji me and my lieutenant were looking at each other like that gif of diddy and that contestant for the voice i was mortified for three and a half seconds and then remembered that his ass is a whole asshole and i moved on good times all right love y'all kiana thank you all right karen what we get in the mail hold on one second all right, Karen's gotta uh gather the, the, the mail real quick. Um which uh listen, we love to see. We appreciate y'all. 
for looking out um because you know you didn't have to do it but you did it anyway so appreciate y'all uh matter of fact i'll play some music until karen gets back are you good yeah i am good um Y'all know niggas been cold here, so I ain't been checking nobody's mail. The regular mail, the post office mail, nobody's mail. <laughs> so <laughs> since my since the temperature went down, I was like, fuck that. So I finally took my black ass up to the post office. And um y'all came through. Y'all was like, y'all know what we gonna do? Find that address and send them some shit. So I thank you. Um I got some cards Mm -hmm. and the first one is from um, the Felters, the Michael Felter and his family. Pretty babies. Love them. Yeah, pretty babies. He was just on Chris Lambert's show. Mm -hmm. And I got this one. Oh, this is beautiful. Where are people getting these yeah. beautiful black cars? Yeah, honey, y'all be finding the mahogany section. I don't know what y'all be doing, but y'all be like, mahogany, please. Oh, my gosh. Christmas is near. And you're on my nice list. Oh, dear Rod and Karen, I'm trying to write this in print <laughs> this time. <laughs> As you can see. It's as bad as my cursive. Anyway, thank you for all that you do. May the holidays fill you with magic and and may the new year bring joy and laughter every single day. Sincerely, Cassie Ford. Cass, always. Thank you, baby. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. I love the, the style of that card. Right? And the winner is i don't know if y'all can see the texture on it yeah yeah we can it's beautiful and i got a reef on it this is pretty rod and karen thank you so much filling the airways with joy and laughter merry christmas and wishing you the best in the new year love tiffany a rich bitch Spotify listener. <laughs> hey! hey. Well, in yes. the house. <laughs> yes, I forgot. Rod doesn't like cursive when I was writing. So here is the text version of the card. Merry Christmas. Thank Aww. you, baby. Thank you. I'm sorry. Curse is hard to read. As this is. I'm not even sure why that ever was a thing. Feels racist. <laughs> Told you, y'all be mahogany centraling it up. Joy to the world, okay. Oh, and baby's singing. Oh, and the baby's got braids and froze and puffs. <laughs> oh, wishing you and yours every little sweet and beautiful joy of the season. Love, Allegra. Oh, thank oh, you, baby. Thank you. Uh, Christmas tree, okay. Merry Christmas. 
Merry Christmas. Dear Rod and Karen, thanks for making the universe a nicer place to be. The value of your voices is immeasurable. Thank you for creating such a beautiful and engaging community in which I feel at home. Happy holidays. Oh, Miss Holiday. Thank you, baby. Uh, thank you. Oh, man. This is why I, we didn't get five-star reviews, but we got cards, and that's even better. Yeah, I, I guess I guess these people who must already left the five-star, they were like, look, I don't, we done already left y'all five-star reviews, so what we going to do? We're going to send a card. <laughs> and I, I ain't mad at you. Hold on. This one kind of have a hard time getting this one out. Hold on. Okay. Okay. No problem. We're going to get it together. Pictures of family. Oh, holly jolly. Oh, pictures on the front and pictures on the back. Oh, have some holly jolly, happy holidays. Wishing you warm and cheerful, blessed, blessed holiday season. Love, Will. Hold on, Evelyn mm. and Natalie. Oh. Ooh. Thank you. Y'all, please work with me. Forgive, for, for, forgive me, y'all. Like I said, this is normally Rod's job. But don't be hard on yourself, baby. It's, 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 listen, we're all human. Half this shit is in cursive. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, and just the way people write. Dear Rod and Karen, so happy to have... Uh, okay. So happy to be a listener to your last... Oh, hold on. I'm sorry, because it's in curse. I'm sorry, y'all. Mm -hmm. Just see you now. Y'all see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's harder than it looks. Okay, I'm I'm going to paraphrase it. You know, they were so happy to to be listening to our podcast last year. Wow, missing out on so much. On September 2021, I gave birth to Evelyn, oh. and you two kept me company during the maternity leave. Oh, I love the live broadcast and chats. Happy holidays, Rod, and best of luck with season two of Game Theory. Oh, oh much love. Thank you, baby. Thank you. This is what it's all about, guys. Hang all the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to right. know you. <laughs> I don't know people at the post office was like, God damn, everybody was sending shit. <laughs> Oh, bright new years of beginning. Okay. I mean, yes. we are, listen, we are getting late in the game and uh, it is about time for the new year's cards instead. <laughs> so, yes, I get it, everybody. May, <laughs> May 2023, be filled with peace, love, and laughter. Rod and Karen, hope the new year is everything you could wish for and even better than imagine rain. Oh, uh, thank you. That's sweet. I got a black Santa Claus. Oh, we love to see it. Okay. Santa Claus got on glasses. Merry Christmas. Dear Rod and Karen, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you for the consistent kindness, hilarity, and humanity. I am grateful to you both. For the ray of light uh that you show have uh oh huge love best of greetings all from jay in the uk 
Oh, not from the UK. Thank you. Oh, and look at the back. It's it got the little ho ho hoes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, big. Aww. Thank you, big man. That's precious. Happy holidays. Mm. Nice blue silver font. Yeah. Yes. Rod and Karen, the best wishes to you and yours for a wonderful holiday season. Wishing you a wonderful and a very Merry Christmas and a fabulous New Year. Tanya W-Y-2. Oh, y oh thank you, Thank baby. you, Tanya. You're right. We did get a lot. Yeah, I looked in the middle. I was like, good God. Everybody was like, we're going to find that address. And this is on the back of it. Mm -hmm. That's the back of the uh, thing itself. Oh. Oh, it's two penguins. Okay. Yes. Okay. This was an incursion, so work with me, y'all. Happy holidays to you, dear Rod and Karen. I am wishing you a warm, cozy holiday season and a phenomenal, blessed 2023. You so deserve it. Thank you so much for bringing so much light and laughter to, to, to yet another year of life, keeping me company as I go through my days, and for you bringing such a source a, of, of goodness for so many of us who love and listen to your show. All my best wishes to you and yours this holiday season. Love always, Erin. Oh, always Erin. Uh, That's beautiful. Thank you, Aaron. Oh, thank you. Very nice. Erin with an E. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I think I know who that is. Oh, this came wrapped in wrapped in some some paper. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, I see it now. Okay. Oops. Wishing you a holiday what does it say? Free of okay. Yeah, wishing you a holiday free of Oh, what is this? Hold on. Came with a sticker. Free of. Yeah, I don't know what this is. Okay. Uh, Paper Rock Mayhem Dan Paint. I don't. I actually don't know. Third annual Paper Rock Mayhem. I don't know. Maybe that's. Okay. There's no message or note on it. Mm-mm. Okay. I don't know. I guess somebody was like, I'm just, just on a mailing list. Mailing some shit. We're going to mail, mail y'all some shit too. Uh, last name is Waters. Okay. Um, I don't know. And uh, this one is overseas military. So apparently, this is some overseas stuff. Okay. We got the soldiers, the Black Out Tips Army in the building. Oh, this came with a gift. Oh, cool. Some candy celebrations. Mm -hmm. I know, I know, that'll be gone from when I get back. 
<laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't promise you that's gonna last long, buddy. Now I ain't, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna lie. I, I, I will not make promises that I will, am not willing to keep. A little. Oh, a polar bear with a penguin riding on it, and some mountains mm-hmm. in the background. Wishing you a wonderful Christmas. Seasons greetings, Rod and Karen. Sending you guys a little treat from England. Oh, when me and my fam and I are for three years, may no may your New Year's bring you the thing you work for so much. Love, Uncle K. Oh, thank wow. you, baby. And, and I'm, I'm going to tear this candy up all the way, all the way from, from across the water. Yeah, the chaps across the pond coming through this this Christmas. You know, they really they really putting their foot in it. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Oh, this is the outside. Mhm. Oh, yeah, that's a beautiful envelope. Snoopy. Yes. Wishing you a Christmas that makes you feel warm and cozy and loved. Because you are K-Rod. Thank you for all the love and thought-provoking conversations y'all have provided this year. You are the best friends in my head. (laughs) And it wouldn't be the same without you. Have a safe and holi- have a safe and happy holiday. Oh, Katisha, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. I'm sorry. That's, I think that's right. 2022. Okay. Thank you. 2022. Thank you. And I've had these sitting around, and I haven't needed them. I thought they would be useful for holiday cards. You're sending to your international tippers. Oh, they sticker, not stickers, but a postage. Thank you. Yeah. International postage. Yeah, we'll definitely be using those. Thank you, baby. Okay, let me, I'm going to put this somewhere important. Okay. You can just put it in the top drawer in a plastic thing to your left. Okay. Yeah, that's why I keep the stamps. Okay. And this one came in an Amazon box. Okay. <gasps> Yay! <gasps> Yay! What is oh a self selfie ring lighting kit? I guess you're gonna be doing all the TikTok dances now. <laughs> Yay! because we got one but i don't like it and with this one you can turn it to the side and up and down because with the other one you know you can only go away and that shit is fucking frustrating yeah i guess we so, can throw that one away yeah so i figured out with this one this one stand on the ground and we can make it higher for like if when we want to do like uh videos or like do something uh, yeah. uh online and stuff because it was very frustrating sometimes because you know one is you can only do up and down one you can only do straight that shit is fucking frustrating and uh does you know i'll, I'll ask later uh but yes that's dope 
because I know the other one has like a little remote control where you can take pictures and stuff with it and you can start the recording with the remote. But uh, oh. I think no. I can still use that for this one. So it'll it'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 You can just USB plug and it. it can be tall. So, you know, if we need to, cause you know, you're taller than me, so we can make it tall and come down on us, you know, to make the ang- ang- yeah. um, angle better. Make uh, all... Dear Rod and Karen. Oh, mm-hmm. no, go ahead. Go ahead. Dear Rod and Karen. Hope you all have a wonderful holiday. May this light be as bright as yours uh, from Cass. Always thank you, baby. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't be. Get some I mean, old, we got it. We got a TikTok, but I don't be tickety talking nobody. Get some more content. Or as JL Covan says, content. <laughs> yes. I'm be TikToking. And, uh, I'm be TikToking during game theory read downs and shit. I'm fucking up my job. Put your ass out of there. We okay. gonna fuck and up tonight. <laughs> sir, they're gonna be like, sir. So I the last thing. Every time you open one of these, I just feel like someone's going to get an Oscar or something. It's like, <laughs> for best performance in a Christmas gift. Yes. And the tippy goes to. Oh, okay. Uh, we got some alcohol. Yes, alcohol. I don't know if you can see it. Mm-hmm. I can't see the name of it, but I'm sure you can tell us. Oh, yeah. It's called uh, One Hope. Okay. Yes, One Hope. It's a red wine. Mm. Rod and Karen, happy holidays. My mission is to share my love and wine and connect with people one sip at a time. Come on, one sip at a time. Mm-hmm. You have been formally invited to join me for this ride. Wine with Demi Ames to be your first choice for your wine tasting events and gifts. Please enjoy this present. Oh, please enjoy this present. And do consider purchasing One Hope Link in the future for your favorite nonprofit. Receive 10% of the proceeds. Cheers. Wine with Demi A.K.A. D'Asia. Yeah, Aww. D. You know, D was on the show. She, uh, We talked about wine with her this year. And uh, obviously the annual marathon that she does in honor of her mom. So mm-hmm. uh, we appreciate the gift. Thank you. We appreciate the gift. Thank you. Um, y'all actually was not playing. Y'all was like, we going to find these niggas' address and send them shit. And I appreciate everybody for sending us things and going on the list. Cause that's not something that you uh, have to do. And no, it's not too late to receive a holiday card, baby. Uh, you, if, if y'all want yeah, to continue. Send them on. Cards, yeah. Y'all can, uh, like I said, and, and, and actually, you know, the holidays ain't over, you know, you can continue that- to, you can continue to also send us your mailing address. If you do want a card when we eventually put them out. So mm-hmm. uh, just email us the blackouts as a Gmail. Yeah, and uh, like I said, if you decide that you want to do something on uh, Amazon Weeks, you can do that too. And we thank you. Like I said, you don't have to do anything. And like I said, the the biggest gift 
uh, for us is the five star uh, reviews. Be it you leave a five stars or leave a review and leave your comments. Uh, like I said, your comments don't even have to be long, but we thank you all. And this year has been a wonderful year because this is the last day of 2022. And, you know, it's also time for me and Roger to kind of reflect. And this year has been actually a great year. Uh, y'all have stuck with us and, and, you know, through the transition of Rod going back to New York again and, and uh, you know, shout out to the premium people who keeps the boat afloat. Shout out to the Spotify people. Y'all know y'all wish niggas out there. We appreciate y'all too. Uh, hold, holding it down out there in the world. And, uh, and so uh, <clears throat> I just want to throw in there real quick too for the premium people. I just did a, a few movie reviews. I did Glass Onion. Uh, Pinocchio and uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio on Netflix and uh, Blacklight so uh, those are out there for you as well if you want to listen to those yeah we we continue to uh, work hard for y'all and just the tippers shout out to to just the tippers y'all out there too Uh, Rod has been really really because he has not missed a week um because no matter what tier uh you on you are just as important uh to us because we know that it's a sacrifice uh to do this and uh shout out to the people that took uh, advantage of the sales uh that we've had uh throughout the year and uh and things like that like we appreciate every single one of you we, we appreciate every download we appreciate you talking to your friends and family we appreciate you spreading the word we appreciate you sharing things online and on social media these things might be small uh to you but they mean the world to us some of these things we see some of these things we don't see but it doesn't matter we just appreciate you for wherever you are anywhere in the world uh listening to our podcast and uh i'm very grateful and i'm very thankful to be able to uh, listen to the mic, I mean, turn on the mic and do this with Rod. Uh, it, it is really a, a a honor and a privilege to do this. All right, y'all, and uh, ha- have a happy new year. We'll talk to you. Happy uh, new year. We'll, we'll see you next year, as they say. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, we, we look forward to hopefully, you know, being able to spend another year with y'all doing this and, uh, you know, talking about this thing we call life um and uh if you're listening to this congratulations you made it you know you made it through the year if you're listening after midnight and or wherever your time zone is um you know thank you for supporting us and thank you for uh riding this thing out for another year all right y'all that's it until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.